0: with AWB Contract Templates. You know exactly who your ideal client is, how to service them, how you're different, and exactly how you're going to give them all the things that they have not found before. And now you want to make sure that the experience is flawless. Having client management software to simplify the process is key. HoneyBook is the thing for you. I've used it for years to keep my wedding clients on time, up to date, and ready to go. Contracts, invoices, proposals, anything you can think of. Everything that they need is all in one place. It's branded to your business so that your clients know exactly who it is that they're communicating with when they see it come through their inbox. You can create proposals, projects, brochures, all the templates you need to make client communication easy and simple. You can even invite your team or make it work perfectly, even if it's just you. You can sync your contacts so that everybody is in there ready to go. You can even create contact forms so that people that are getting in line ready to pay you are put right in the queue waiting for you. Workflows, automation, you name it everything that is going to keep your back office running smoothly, HoneyBook can do it. And if you go to the show notes or over to pauseontheplay.com and check out the latest episode, you will be able to get a code that will give you 50% off your account. That's right, 50%. So if you're ready to make sure that your back office is ready for all of your ideal clients to show up, check out HoneyBook and go ahead and use that code so you can get 50% off today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here, where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may have been unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here with my co-host India Jackson, ready to get the dialogue going. So today we are going to dive back into ideal client because it is so important and it's Uh, important to acknowledge that we do it very differently. And so while this episode really started as a place to talk about the way that it's different from the way that it's always been done, the way that you see it done in most places, and the way that most people have just kind of always given it. Not only do we talk about that, but we kind of ended up talking about some of the unintended side effects that happen when you do this and how really finding out that ideal client is so much bigger than just that. It impacts your branding, it impacts who you wanna work with, how you work with them, how you show up. It just completely balloons into the entire basis of everything. If you don't have these things the way that we do it and how it gives you this clarity for what matters to you and what matters to them, Having that changes everything. And so India and I are going to kind of take you into what it looks like, but we also are going to let you hear a testimonial from a client of ours, Casey, and how it made a difference for her and how it wasn't like anything else. So while I want you to hear what India and I have to say, I want you to listen in to what Casey said, because she says it way better than we ever could. So... The entire concept of ideal client work, and I'm going to call it that because some people call it ideal client avatar, ideal client worksheet, work, blah, 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 blah. Call it whatever you want to. Profile. The entire, right. <laughs> which we don't like to wear profile because it sounds like profiling of the racial sort and that doesn't work either. So all of that to address the fact that when you are trying to figure out who it is that you're selling to, you know what it is that you're selling them, what it is that you want the overall outcome of all these things to be, you have to have an idea, pretty good idea of who your ideal client is. And I see a lot of stuff that has been out there for a long time on how to do this, but I'm also seeing a lot of things that are kind of like really pushing you to do it. And this is a workshop that we've already had this year. It's something that we bring to individuals, that we bring into groups and communities. But we actually have our second Ideal Client Magnet Workshop coming up on Thursday, April 23rd. It's 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Always have to throw that in because everybody's not Eastern Standard Time. But (laughs) with that coming up, We're talking about it, and this is where I want to call bullshit on the fact that this is not like anybody else's. This is not what anybody else is doing. Ours is different. Everybody does things the way that works for them. We found it the way that we had always done it and the way that we had been told that this kind of goes doesn't work. So we do this very differently, and I think it's important to talk about what makes this different And why it's so important to us to do ideal client work the way that we do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that most people have at least been exposed to the concept if they're listening. Um, But it's been really interesting to bring leaders who have their own communities into our ideal client workshop. And Maybe they've already done it with their community and to get so many takeaways for themselves that were just different than how they do it. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anything remotely close to how we do Ideal Client Magnet Workshop. And I have to say, a big part of that is many of the people that are breaking down how to figure out your Ideal Client don't have a marketing background don't have a branding background and don't have a diversity, equity and inclusion background where they also have the certification of being a life coach. And when you pair those two different sides of industries together, you get a very, very different process, a very different experience than you would get working with a traditional business coach.
0: And I think for the two of us, it was a very pertinent piece of kind of getting to this place of this particular workshop actually being born out of another workshop that we <laughs> yeah. have and kind of seeing how important it was to have this before you could go through the rest, that for us, it finally validated why. Every time that we would go through the traditional format of how you identify your ideal client we would struggle with it or it just wouldn't feel right. Like for me, it would like make my body feel a certain way. And I'd be pissed off to have to do it. Nobody did anything to me, but I'd be annoyed because I'm like, this is ridiculous. What is this? Why am I doing this? And I understood it from the point of view of like, oh, you have to know who you're talking to. But I just couldn't wrap my brain around the fact that the magazines that they read or the TV shows that they watched was deep enough to truly understand who this person is.
1: Yeah, I remember the first time that you introduced me to an idol client. Um, I think it was like a worksheet or a PDF to go through. It just felt so abstract and meaningless and awkward but i did it anyway um because i think that that was like about 10 years ago for those of you listening um and i think we were at a point then where we were pivoting in our businesses to start looking at adding on team um and adding on way more team than we had at the time Mm -hmm. but there's just i don't know if i found it helpful I mean, I'll say that at the time I was looking at breaking down my brand colors and breaking down my logo and building my website because so I was very new into the business. Um, so this is like 2008 It's more like we're getting old. It's like 12 years ago. <laughs> and I did all these things, but I still didn't know how to translate what magazine somebody reads or where they shop at into colors on a website, into the logo. And I was very aware from my background in education and graphic design at university, that what you put out in your brand is is going to determine who you attract. So I had that awareness, but just connecting this weird worksheet I did just didn't make sense to me. It didn't translate into line, into color into aesthetic. Um, And there's so much more than just the visual piece, but also like, what am I saying to them? How am I saying it? What language do I use? There's a lot that goes into marketing, branding, business. And it's so much more than just where somebody lives or what age they are, what gender they are.
0: I'm gonna also say you brought up something really important and I don't want that to be lost. And it's that I think when you figure out who your ideal client is, that it could just be left there as, oh, this is who I'm selling to, or this is who I'm making my programs for. And it is also supported by what does your brand look like? What does it sound like? What are the colors? You know, what does the actual entire visual marketing strategy behind your brand what does that look like? I think that that's a bigger piece than sometimes is acknowledged. And this is kind of what can happen if you have someone that has all of these ideas as to who they're speaking to and why they're doing that, but then you get to their brand and it's like you're speaking to badass women, but all your stuff is like lilac or (laughs) it's got peonies in all the corners of the things that you make. And it's like, eh.
1: I know you like that, but that might not be the best aesthetic. Hold on, but you said something that I think is important too, is that you like that. And so I I recognize that like we all come from different backgrounds. And so I will say that me being a visual artist before I got into branding and marketing gave me Um, a little bit of a privilege and knowing that you don't design what you like, you design what the client needs to get the effect that they're looking for to attract who they want. Um, But I want to make that clear is that this ideal client magnet workshop is so, so important. Getting clear on who your people are at beneath the surface at the root and the soul of who they are matters so much because the things that you're going to do, the decisions that you're going to make in your business and brand are for them. It's not for you. You may like lilac. That is fine. Wear lilac all you want, but possibly you might want to reconsider when you're stepping on stage and having photos taken of you for a public speaking engagement or when you're doing your branding shoot. Because is that going to speak to the person that you wanted to attract? And I have personal preferences that are not the same as my ideal clients. I'm sure you do too, Erica, and we can probably go through a list of some of them that might be interesting for the audience to hear, but I think the most important thing is when you get clear on who you want beyond the surface stuff, it changes everything else in the business And it also allows you to attract the people that you actually enjoy working with because me walking around like a funeral in my all black, which I love and Erica, you know, makes jokes about it all day long, (laughs) (laughs) is not going to attract these fierce, bold people that I enjoy working with. So I do incorporate color into my wardrobe when I'm working and into my photo shoots. Um, There's a lot of color, vibrant, bold, fiery color and our brand because we want vibrant bold fiery people and there's also the language piece which is not my wheelhouse that's more of erica's wheelhouse than mine like you've helped us a lot with some of our languaging but to be a brand that doesn't curse and we have fiery unapologetic people just doesn't make sense
0: (laughs) Well, but you, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that, because honestly, this kind of leads into something that I'm really important is, um, I feel like it's important to be addressed. And I'm glad that it's happening. It's a byproduct of the fact that people, this is real conversation. This is not us reading scripts, but we're actually really laying out what the desired side effects are that you get when you identify your ideal client and it's how you're speaking to them, how you want to visually brand yourself beyond just your logo. You know, what are your colors? What do your images look like? Are they saturated? Are they soft? When you step on stage, are you in all black? Are you in fitness apparel? Are you in a, you know, pantsuit? Are you in, you know, chucks and a, you know, Black Lives Matters t-shirt, whatever that thing is, it's so much more than these simplified surface things and it's so much more than simply the thing that you sell them. Are you connecting with them on the values? Do you know what makes them tick? Do they know what makes you tick? Are they clear on what's important to you and what everything that you do actually leads toward? What are the things that you support that come from the impact that you're trying to make in the world through the sales that you're making. The majority of us that I know in the circles that I run in, and I think you'll agree with this India, we all want to make money because we want to make money. We have things that we, you know, obviously everybody has, basic needs, but we also have things that we want. But part of that want is the impact that we want to make. And we can't make impact for anybody else if we don't do that for ourselves. And so therefore, being able to understand the cyclical nature of all of these things is very important. And it starts with having a clear idea of who you're speaking to before you say a fucking word.
1: Agreed 100%. Like when you have that clear idea of what you stand for, what you stand against, what they stand for, what they stand against, how those things align, where is their overlap? Where is their disconnect? You are clearly able to go in and make pivots in your marketing and your branding and your business and your language and what rooms you step into, which rooms you say no to. And you attract more of the people that honestly, like, I think a lot of the people listening to this podcast, it's not even about the money. They want to change lives. They want to create an impact in the world that's bigger than themselves. And you can't do that for everybody. But when you're able to get very clear on the people you can do that for and actually value the impact that you'll create for them, everything just has so much more ease. And you'll see this trickle down effect of you, maybe you pivoted somebody's business over here, but that business, because they care about the same cause of human rights as you, goes and donates to this charity that then helps other people. So we're talking beyond just the traditional, I want to make money to go buy the car, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're changing yeah. lives, we're changing the game.
0: Exactly. And so this has actually become really giving you an idea of what it looks like to have these extremely desirable side effects when you identify your ideal client. But I also think that it's important to not only have us tell you about that, but to hear from a client that we actually did this work with, what did this look like? What did this sound like? What was the impact that it made and how it is different?
1: And really the surprise takeaways that she had, knowing that she had already previously done ideal client work. She had already done brand messaging work. She had already done work where she was working on um, just kind of pivoting her business and rebranding. And she still had some major takeaways that are going to help facilitate her going even deeper into who she wants to work with. So yeah i i think
0: it's helpful for you to actually hear from a client exactly what this looks like
2: hey my name's casey of caseyjordan.com and i recently had the chance to work with erica and india on some joint coaching with them to work on my branding and my messaging and it was an amazing experience Starting out with some pre-work on my ideal client avatar, they come at it from a totally different direction that made me think so much deeper about my clients than just how do I connect with them psychologically to get them to buy or how to get them to follow me, but more about who they really are and why it is that we connect at a more human level than just a business level. And then when we did our live call, having both of them on the call with such different perspectives. I followed both of them and have interacted with both Erica and India separately on social media for some time now and to see them work together and bring their, both of their their outlooks on content into one conversation was so incredible. I came away from our call with a new sense of how I can connect with my audience, a new ownership over language and ideas and thoughts that I'd had that I'd been kind of afraid to totally own and lean into, and some ideas on even things like branding on the photos. India presented some challenges to me for broadening what I'm posting into my social media accounts, and they really made me stop and think about how i'm interacting with my community how i'm growing my community so much more than just a how to create a buy sell relationship but more how to create a real relationship which is what i really want like my business isn't just a money-making thing it is about connecting and creating community and creating a support network for other solopreneurs they helped me find some insight into how I can better serve my audience and how I can better connect with the right people. So it was a delight. I am still just beginning to implement the things that we have talked about, but it has given me a whole new angle as I write content, as I do um sort of strategy work for my business and my planning. There are so many ideas and it's such a fresh and different take on branding and communication and language and owning who we are in our business that I really couldn't recommend it more. If you're looking to kind of take your messaging and your connection to the next level, this is, this is by far the place to be.
0: So our client actually told you exactly what this looked like. The interesting part is, what do you think could still possibly be in the way from people being like, yeah, I want this. I want in right now. Sign me up.
1: Mm, I think feeling like they've already done it and potentially having some buyers remorse for paying into so program that they did it in and not getting any results from that.
0: Mm-hmm. What happens when you've given other programs or coaches or just things in general, your money, and been like, this didn't get me what I was looking for. I still don't know who that person is. My marketing still doesn't feel aligned. And I don't have the money to show for it with everything else that I've put into it effort-wise. I should be looking at more money than what I see right now. I should be looking at the people that light me up to work with them. And I'm still struggling to find
1: them. Mm. It reminds me of (laughs) Frankensteining. We talked about that here before. Mm -hmm. But, you know, where'd you get this information from? Many times I think that people are getting marketing advice over here, branding advice over there, business coaching and business development advice over here. And then they're getting their ethics coaching and stuff like that and values, if at all, from a totally different place. And the beauty of working with us in this program and any other program we've developed is that you don't have to get all those things in different places. We've developed this program to be 100% cohesive. So we're marrying the intangible pieces of values and ethics with the tangible pieces of your marketing, your branding from two experts in each field. And uh, it's funny, it, it reminds me of, I feel like you have said this before, of like the person in a bad relationship, like if you got burned in a bad relationship and you think all dudes are trash because one guy like screwed you over, you know, yep. or one guy didn't treat you right, or you didn't get what you expected out of one guy. Like we know that you can't move on and be in relationships with people without unpacking that you know, and leaving your losses behind and giving yourself a clean dating slate. This is your clean slate.
0: I think this is the opportunity for you to actually decide what works for me in the way that feels good for me. So if you had all these bad boyfriends and then you meet the best woman ever and you're like, oh, can I date this woman? Can I do this? Yes, you can. You can do whatever the hell you want. So if Hold you on, decide, did, we just,
1: did we just change their sexuality? <laughs> Because if that's
0: what works, yes, because you know what, (laughs) everybody might not have the dude story, but if you feel like this didn't work, and now I just found the thing that did, but it doesn't look like anything that I've ever been told it's supposed to look like, it doesn't look like anything that I have any point of reference on, I've never seen this before. I don't know what to think or what to feel. Guess what?
1: It exists. Damn, boom. You just blew my mind with that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Real talk. When you know that you need something different and you haven't found it before, sometimes if you keep
1: looking, it will show up. How you doing? Hey, sometimes it's time to do the something different instead of just being on the fence about it.
0: So one of those things that you can do that is different is our ideal client magnet workshop, not like anything else you've done, not like anything else you've seen. And it goes much deeper than just, who am I talking to? Who do I want to work with? Who am I making my services for? What does my marketing look like? What do my colors and my branding look like? What do my images look like? What is it that I'm projecting when I step on a stage? We give you that entire basis for everything else that you do, which creates a cohesive plan on how to make it work for you and the people that you want to speak to, not what you've been told it should be.
1: Yeah. And my favorite part about it is it's a virtual workshop. So we know that our clients, you guys listening are all over the place. I mean we're visiting um, alt summit in palm springs california soon we're based in the dc baltimore area we have clients in the midwest so it's a great opportunity to be able to make this accessible to anybody no matter where they're located and you know you're setting aside two and a half hours to really focus in on your business because i can say this as a leader myself with the team It is very easy to set aside those two and a half hours to focus on your clients, but we got to take time to focus on our business so we can make sure that we're heading in the direction of our dreams and our desires. And I really love the fact that there's going to be other people in the room. So the added benefit is you get to network with other professionals that may have similar values to you and you'll have a clear idea of what that is by the end of the workshop.
0: You're busy. This gives you focused time with accountability to actually make movements toward the goals that you're trying to achieve, and you get beautiful things that come along with it as unintended side effects that support exactly what you're trying to do. We show up here having real conversations to normalize the challenging things and make them a part of your normal exchanges. Cross lines and recreate boundaries to support, not separate. This is how we remove stigma and create real change and connection. If you enjoyed this podcast, show us some love by subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review. Reviews are the fuel to keep the podcast engine going. Let's get more people dropping the veil and challenging their thoughts, feelings, and actions. We love being here and creating the bridge for you to walk over to become the change that you want to see. So join us next time, and until then, keep the dialogue going. Bye. (music)